On a flutter, we are careful to ensure that all patient stories comply with healthcare privacy laws. Details may have been changed to ensure patient confidentiality. All views expressed are those of the person speaking and not their medical institution. Hey everyone, welcome to A Flutter, a podcast that explores the joys and challenges of the love lives of those pursuing a medical career. I'm your host, Anna Kulawick, and let's get started. So with me today, I have another fantastic medical student who does not go to my school, goes to another one, um, who I'm so excited to talk to and learn more from. So with us today is Grace. Hello. Thanks so much for having me, and I'm so excited to be on the show. Yeah, awesome. So Grace, you and I connected through... My friend Yifan, I feel like she's come up a lot. Yifan knows so many people. Yes, she's Um, wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, and so she mentioned that you might be amenable to being on the podcast. Um, So here we are. Yes, absolutely. Hi, Yifan, if you're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So why don't you share with us, like I guess me, because I don't really know you, excited to get to know you a little bit more, um, about who you are, your relationship, status, history, all that good stuff. Yes, definitely. Um, So my partner's name is Sachith. Uh, It's spelled S-A-C-H-I-T-H, but people often pronounce it or don't pronounce it. So he also goes by Sam at Starbucks. But um, so Sachith (laughs) and I have known each other now since the first day of our freshman year uh, of college. Um, So it's almost been like 11 years, I think, which is crazy. Wait, is that right? Okay, no, almost nine years, Um, almost 10 years. But we've known each other for a long time. Um, And we started dating our senior spring. So we were kind of like in the same friend group all throughout college, um, just like polar opposites of that friend group. Uh, And then... It was kind of funny. We we both got into rock climbing separately, mm-hmm. and we would go climbing with another mutual friend of ours who we were both independently really close to. So every time the three of us went rock climbing, we kind of like both talked to that friend, but not really talked to each other. And then that friend ended up dropping out of school for a semester to go play poker in Vegas and oh my gosh. did that like full time. Yeah, what? so that was like his thing, and so he left. And so then we were left to climb with each other and we couldn't there was someone else to talk to other than each other and so we started going with each other and I think realizing that we just had a lot in common that we were never really aware of because we hadn't really spent that much time together or really talked um in depth and like shared a lot of values and enjoyed doing a lot of the same kind of like outdoors activities but also just I don't know like on a personal level just seemed to like understand each other or mesh really well and so senior spring when I already knew I was going to Baltimore to start a master's program um, in public health and he was already moving to San Francisco to start working in tech we decided to start dating and all our friends thought we were crazy (laughs) but um, yeah so we dated long distance I was in Baltimore he was in San Francisco for almost three years Um, The second year, I was actually living in Macau, close to Hong Kong, and so that mm-hmm. time difference was challenging for sure, because it was wow. like 12, 15 hours, if I remember correctly. I don't remember how oh the math gosh. worked out. I think because it was PST, it was slightly different, and so 
it was like he would wake up as I was going to bed and vice versa. Um, oh my anyway, so then we did another year of uh, distance when I was doing my post back to go to med school um, in Baltimore to San Francisco. And then we actually ended up breaking up. So we were, it was kind of like, I think reflecting on it, it was a difficult time for both of us. Um, his startup was starting to like encounter some barriers and I think he was just like, going through some personal um issues related to like work and his family was like pretty traditionally Indian and so that was another just barrier that like we started dating so young these things were starting to become more real and so Mm. uh reflecting on it I think we were just like not quite ready to make life-changing decisions for each other as in like where I was going to go to med school or where he was going to end up working um so yeah we were we were apart for two years which is actually a really long time to be apart um so we kind of like had the opportunity to grow separately and still talked and he was a huge reason why I ended up pursuing medicine or doing the post back in the first place and so he was still like one of my strongest supporters throughout the process of applying to med school and he was one of the first people I called when I got into med school but we were not dating just like mostly friends um and then this year after moving to LA Six months into medical school, I visited San Francisco for, or and that same mutual friend actually that we used to climb with his um, unofficial wedding, uh, just like the church wedding, and I happened to see him, and so I realized that anything that I'd been like looking for in a partner in Los Angeles during the past two years of dating was basically just like the relationship I had had with him, just like in LA, and so we both. Yeah had sort of felt that way and we gave it a shot and now we're one year in so that's a very long-winded <laughs> story oh of how gosh. we are um have the first round and the second round of us dating yeah I love that so much and thank you so much for like sharing all of this there's like so many questions that I have I feel like at every stage of your journey <laughs> um but that's a really incredible story I feel like at least I don't hear too often about couples who have been together for a long time like what what was it like four years or something that you two were together yeah or I guess having your little breakup period and then coming mm-hmm. back together and it working yeah so yeah. that's amazing <laughs> like I, I feel like I have so many questions about navigating all of that yeah. um I guess why don't we backtrack for a second because um like long distance relationships I feel like are very common amongst folks in mm-hmm. medicine or just like pursuing extra degrees yeah um like I'm in a long distance relationship um and yeah so how at that time were you two thinking about your relationship and like where it would go and what it meant considering that you were long distance for so many years yeah that's a great question I think that what really kept us going the first time around being so we dated for three years the first time around but it was almost Mm -hmm. all long distance was basically just that we just like really liked each other like I think that's that's the only way I can really conceptualize it because we both knew it was like there was not a concrete end date for a long distance like I was in a master's program and then I was on the east coast and he was working in tech and I was like maybe I'll apply to medical school on the west coast but it was still just like such a crapshoot of where you I mean you understand too like you can never decide where you go to medical school um And so I think it was really just, like, we loved being together more than 
we ever wanted to be apart and so we visited actually every other week um which looking back on was like kind of crazy I know and I think uh maybe once every three weeks but we visited a lot um wow okay when I wasn't in Macau and so we were just like consistently visiting consistently visiting but I think it was really tricky to be in a situation where we didn't know for sure or have any like plan for how we were going to end up closing that gap um and what I found that's interesting is like having dated long distance then and dating now we still see each other about once every two weeks um Mm -hmm. and he's in San Francisco so it's a lot easier now that now that we're closer but I I do find that like the two years apart was really helpful in our own Mm -hmm. growth and also in being a long distance relationship so I remember like when we were doing it the first time around I would just miss him so much in the times that we weren't together like the weekends that we were together I felt like I was living for those weekends and he would say something similar and that like he was just happiest when we were together for like three days you know of of every couple weeks um and I actually found that after having the two years of like I don't know I was like applying for med school like Mm -hmm. learning to be happy independently and learning to just like fill my time and not not identify as like a part of something else but just like as my own person and I think he was having a similar experience long distance now actually feels easier like I love being with him I don't miss him as intensely as Mm -hmm. I did the first time around and I actually think that's a positive thing or I hope it's a positive thing in terms Mm -hmm. of like just personal growth in that like you want to be with this person not because you feel less complete when they're not there, but just because, like, despite the fact that you are both complete people, mm-hmm. you still prefer to be with one another. So that's been my thought on long distance. Um, but, but yeah, we, we've overcome a lot of, like, he was definitely not in the habit of, like, constant communication, and I'd always been the kind of person who was, like, stream of consciousness <laughs> texting all the time. Um, yeah. And so we've definitely met in the middle on some of these, <laughs> some of these things. But... But in general, I think it's it's gotten easier. Mm-hmm. I love what you're saying about like your evolution, I guess, through long distance and how you approach each other. And I feel like for me, or like I'm in a similar, I view things similarly to you. So it feels healthier, I guess, where yeah. you're not like living just to see the other person. Yeah. Um, or you still have really happy moments when they're not there or like you don't constantly miss them and I remember at first I would get nervous I was like does this mean that I'm not actually happy in my relationship if I'm happy when he's not here but no I think it just means that you're like becoming a well-rounded person right and it's okay to be independent and sometimes like being having um like fulfillment in other areas in your life actually enables you to bring more to the relationship so you're actually yeah. like in a better place to approach yeah. being a partner and definitely doing long distance that's really insightful yeah I feel like people often what I found in myself too is like the physical proximity can be I don't want to say a crutch but something that you just really get used to it like keeps the inertia going because they're just that person if you like want to go to the store like you're falling asleep at night or you want to watch a movie like that's the person who's always there so I think in the absence of that you get close by like your thoughts and like 
the nonverbal support that you give and I don't know the way that you are with each other that is not entirely based on like your physical presence um Mm -hmm. which like I do think physical presence is really important too but it allows a relationship to grow it challenges it to grow in different ways I think when you don't have that all the time where is your partner Anna he's in Chicago so he's doing yeah a PhD okay in Chicago so it's kind of long distance for all of med school um (laughs) Yeah, and then hopefully we'll sync back up for, like, a residency and postdoc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's exciting, though. Yeah. But he and I, we went to college together and okay. then spent gap year, like, or my gap year, he started grad school in Chicago, so okay. um, that was kind of our trajectory. But I'm jealous of the seeing each other every three weeks. <laughs> he and I aim for, like, every two months. Like, we'll try to see each other. Um, yeah, so... That's super impressive that you guys flew <laughs> that much. Yeah, this time around it's mostly been him flying, but we were definitely fortunate in that tech. And he worked at Google previously, and so okay. when you're fresh out of college and working at Google, there's not much. <laughs> yeah. There aren't many costs you have other than housing and stuff like that. So, yeah, we were very yeah. fortunate in that way. But he has – I'm kind of worried, honestly, with, like <laughs> – reading about like x-ray exposure or whatever radiation exposure on every flight I'm like am I just like giving him cancer slowly but no it's okay um but yeah it's been really felt like I think even when we were in when I was in Macau or when we were like in Baltimore and San Francisco mm-hmm. we'd meet up somewhere some places like in the middle occasionally or we, oh, came, okay. we came to Hong Kong once or we went to I kind of forget it's just like different places in California or like in the middle of the U.S. and that's also fun to just explore a new place with your partner um, yeah for the first time so yeah, and then it's like a little trip for the both of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so fun. Um, so if you want to, we don't have to go too deep, but whatever you're comfortable with. I was wondering if we could talk more about, I guess, your breakup and how that happened. I know you mentioned some about, like, family and, like, cultural things that you were young, but I was wondering if you could like dig into that a little bit more and explain it more yeah definitely I actually I feel like I'm vague sometimes because I don't think he was very clear and we've talked since but I think for both of it it was just for both of us it was kind of like an ambiguous just like time where there were a lot of like high emotions and so I'll try to remember it as accurately as I can (laughs) but I know on my end um I was in a postback program. I was really close with a friend of mine um, named Jenny, and she and her husband were both in the postback program. Mm-hmm. And they were both our age, so at that time she was. We were all twenty-four. I think he was twenty-five, and I remember they had been married for a couple of years prior to starting the postback, and they were kind of talking to me about their general philosophy of like dating and how they got married young. And I remember mm-hmm. Dom who's the, I don't remember if I said, but Dom is the the husband. And he said that when he and Jenny were married, they were like in a wild amount of debt and had just moved back from China where they both did a master's program. And he was like, I had no idea where my life was going to go, but all I knew is that I wanted to be with this woman like for the rest of my life. And so I think not that, not the, not to say that I was like, oh, this is what I expect from such it, but I think that it is true that the people around you really shape your own perceptions of like what is normal and what uh, what to aspire towards. And so I mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like, oh, like Sachin and I have been dating for almost three years now. Like I think 
before I move to the other side of the country and decide to only apply to medical schools in blank region, we should have a conversation about where we see these things going. And at the same time, um, on his end, his parents, I think, had always expected to date him to date slash marry an Indian woman and also were um, generally in the family would only really like introduce the idea of like a partner once it was time to get married or once like there was basically an engagement. And so um, I think he felt a lot of pressure as like the oldest son to kind Mm -hmm. of not turn his back on what their expectations were of him just out of kind of like respect for how they raised him too. So I think he was kind of torn and I had always been like, I really want to meet your family. Like I want to be, like I am an only child, pretty small family, and so I always have wanted to be close to my in-laws, and um, mm-hmm. and so I think that was just a point of tension for us for a while. Was him mm. not only not wanting to like broach the topic with his parents, but also I think he had the sense that they might not take it mm-hmm. in the best way, and so I think he was also kind of trying to protect me from it. Um, yeah, and. So I think we were, like, reaching a lot of different points. And, again, at the same time, his startup, um, which had been going well, was, like, kind of reaching some barriers. And I think he was having just, like, a lot of different pressures and expectations on him at the same time that I was kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to get married now, but I think in the next, like, five, six, seven years, that's something we should talk about. And it was, I think I was like, how can you not (laughs) make this promise now? And he was just like, I don't want to make a promise that I can't, like, fully fully commit to um and he is the kind of person who he's like if he makes a promise it's he will truly like keep yeah. so so when he says he doesn't want to make a promise he can't keep I, he like actually I think really means that um in a very true sense of the word and so I think he was like he would not want to promise me for example Mm -hmm. that like we would get married after a certain number of years if he couldn't actually keep that promise and he might I don't know it was just like a lot of different see I'm already being ambiguous because I really I really don't remember all the little things in it but um I think we just reached a point where it was like we can't keep going like this because it just feels like we're dating into the void and there's no like movement towards anything else Mm -hmm. um and it was a really tough breakup actually that was like by far the the worst that a breakup has felt but also like to be honest I think it was the worst that like I've ever mentally felt or emotionally felt just because I didn't realize how much stock I had put into him as like not only a boyfriend but also like the reason I went back into medicine like my main support Mm -hmm. system like my best friend like the person who understood me you know the person I went to for everything and I think it was similar for him and so it was really jarring um, when we broke up just to feel like all of a sudden everything that you had kind of established had kind of like crumpled in an instant. And I remember the world yeah. just feeling like so full of possibilities in like the scariest possible way of like my life could go anywhere now. And um, yeah. I just like felt like I kind of lost my anchor. And looking mm-hmm. back again, I do reflect on that and I'm I realize how much like, for better or for worse, like, emotional support I had drawn 
from him. And mm-hmm. in that sense, I do think um, in the last couple of years that we were able to grow both grow separately that was like a really important thing to have Mm -hmm. kind of found for both of us was like grounding within our individual selves so that you kind of bring like a better version of yourself to that person like you're not dependent on them to to like pull you out of anything I I feel like okay this stuff you might have to cut because I feel like I sound (laughs) no highly depressed but I I totally was not (laughs) No, don't worry. We'll get to the like happier, okay. up-to-date current stuff. But I just wanted to explore that a little bit. And thank you so much yeah. for sharing. I know it was like several years ago now, but I feel like you still explained everything in a very okay. clear, okay. like beautiful way. Um, and I really appreciate you sharing your perspectives on that. But yeah, definitely. I, I imagine it's very relatable for a lot of people because it, it's not like it was some big, dramatic tragic thing that caused this breakup to happen it was like a very I feel like realistic and understandable thing like you met so early on in college you started dating while so young still yeah and like truly like figuring out who you were like getting your first his like first job like starting a career you like continuing to pursue your education like those are huge things like heck you moved across the world you know for a period (laughs) of time like there's so much self-discovery happening still and you know sometimes that discovery can take a couple closer together or it can start pulling them in different ways and you never know like quite where that's going to go yeah um that's so i i see how that's so hard but like very understandable yeah definitely a Um, lot of people actually ask me if that was the case like how in the heck did we get back together like how did I know that things would have changed because I think on my end the biggest things were like I just felt like he was a little bit reluctant to budge on things that were very important to me so like integrating me into his family and everything um like making next steps and I think Mm -hmm. the biggest change that I noticed after we were apart and we started dating and it definitely wasn't like all smooth sailing because we'd grown as separate single people for two years and I think like when you are dating someone seriously, you start living your life. A part of you is like, I don't know, they are like kind of a part of you. Like what they're mm-hmm. doing, like their emotions, their activities, like anything that they are feeling or thinking or like their desires, you know, that's all kind of a part of like your daily mental calculus too, is like mm-hmm. you're not just living for yourself in a way. Um, and we hadn't been doing that for like multiple years. And so I think yeah. we were just it was like a little bit (laughs) hard to start dating again because we both agreed that we would only kind of like sacrifice the friendship that we did have those two years if it was going to be serious and it was like very strange going straight from being single to like suddenly being in what we called like a serious relationship um (laughs) so we actually put a date on it it was pie day (laughs) for no reason (laughs) so march 14th um and we were like let's just check in again and reassess March 14th uh, and just date and not have it be like we're getting married, but just like date with no, almost like no strings attached just to remember how it feels to like spend time with this person without feeling like you are committing yourself to marriage. And I think that was really helpful just to have that time um, Mm -hmm. to, to get back into it. But yeah, I think this time around I like, 
he was pretty really proactive actually in the beginning about like introducing me to like I met his dad recently like he brought his aunt and uncle and they lived they live in LA and so he had me meet them and I just actually spent Thanksgiving at their place and he was like excited about introducing me to his cousins and I do Mm -hmm. feel like I've seen from him without much pressure at all like unlike last time that like he wants to integrate me more into the family Mm -hmm. he's like coming to visit a lot to LA and very understanding about like of everything that medical school entails but I guess I've just like felt too that it just feels different this time around and that like Mm -hmm. we feel more settled and like we're slowly integrating into each other's families and so that's been really nice too. I feel like I'm about to tear up. I'm like, oh family like dramas, like movies, it's not the rom coms that make me cry, it's like the family dramas. So hearing yeah. that, I'm like, that's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Aww. it's definitely definitely been oh. nice. But yeah. Yeah, that's great. Like I've heard from like other podcaster friends that when if you or if you start dating someone again that you used to date in order for it to be successful it essentially needs to be a new relationship because mm. otherwise history will repeat itself you yeah know? um so it sounds like that's the case for you too like having that time apart like something changed or you both grew up more yeah. or like figured things out except at the time you came back together yeah it was new definitely I think it was very new in the ways that we had struggled with before and in the ways that I had really appreciated it it felt the same so I think that was like a good combination but I remember actually we had not been talking for like three or four months and I was standing at home in my kitchen and my mom was in the kitchen and I was looking at the fridge I don't know what was on the fridge but I just remember turning to her and I was like I think I'm going to marry such a... And we'd already been broken up for months. We hadn't even been talking. And she was like, what do you mean? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I just feel like... I just feel like I'm going to. But, um, I mean, like, I dated other people after that. And so did he. It wasn't like we had just been kind of pining for each other. Like, we really just went our separate ways. And I actually remember telling that friend who was rock climbing, I was like, you know, I think that, like... If the universe thinks it's meant to be, then, like, we'll find our way back to each other. And he was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, that's fair. That's fair, Will. <laughs> but, yeah. But here you are. But here we are. Yeah. Wow. Side note, do the three of you ever go rock climbing together? Still? We used to. Um, but Will actually, that's a friend. He lives in San Francisco. So okay. he he's actually gotten really into pickleball. So Sachin and I have gone oh. to some of his like pickleball tournaments. But we're actually both groomsmen in Will's wedding. That's coming up wow. in April to another one of like his... Uh, one of our college friends, actually, but his, like, college sweetheart, Joey. So it's all just, all just fun. But That's so sweet. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. I love this. Wow. So how did meeting the family go? Or has that been happening more and more? Yeah, I think it's gone really well. I think, to be honest, um, I looking back on, like, how I was the first time around in dating, I think, like, he probably could have communicated a bit more to me, but I think there were also just things that I didn't quite understand about his family, and I think that, or not that there's anything wrong with his family, just, like, the expectation that if you do bring a girl and introduce, like, a woman to the family, it is almost like marriage, and I think Mm -hmm. I 
looking back, like, could have and wish that I had been more understanding in a way or, like, trusting him to know that, like, Mm -hmm. he knew his family better than I knew his family. And, like, I could have deferred a little bit more to just letting him go through the process um, on his own time because I think he just understood more of that and so I guess what I mean by that is like I met his aunt for the first time and she was like oh my gosh like welcome to the family she like brought me all these things Mm -hmm. that you usually bring a woman who's coming into the family with like an arranged marriage or something like that and so I think meeting me for them was actually a really big deal because they were like this is the first woman that Sachit has introduced us to but also the expectation being that it's an extremely serious relationship so I think meeting them uh, contextualized his hesitation the first time around because I was like oh we were actually quite young we were definitely not in a place to get married and I think I wanting to meet his family didn't really recognize like the repercussions of him introducing me right away and what that could mm-hmm. do but anyway his family is wonderful um, his dad's a neurologist actually so it's kind of fun oh. because I just done my neuro unit when I <laughs> met him for the first time not that we really talked about anything but um just like small things where like he kind of gets medical school and he's always like oh like oh my gosh actually this is a funny very tangential side comment but I accidentally ate some chocolate uh the night before my test and it turned out it had live worms inside of it and what I was like oh my gosh I'm going to get a terrible disease I don't it was like completely wrapped it was, like, not even expired. Like, it had live worms. Anyway, so I had wait, called wait, wait. Sachit. Was this, cho- <laughs> it, this chocolate bar was supposed to have live worms? Or it no. was contaminated? It was, oh like, God. the Diva chocolate. Like, it was just somehow horribly contaminated. And um, the chocolate had come with, like, the best of intentions from, like, his family member, one of his family members. Um, and it was, like, again, not expired. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. But anyway, I called Sachit, and I was like, oh, like, I just ate some worms. Um, And he called his dad just to get, I don't know, like a physician's take on what I should do because it was, like, late, like, way too late on, like, a Sunday night or something. And his dad ended up calling me, and then his mom also called me, and they were just so concerned about my well-being for several days. (laughs) But um, that was also sweet. It was actually the first time I'd ever talked to his mom, which is hilarious, because she was like, oh my gosh, like, I just heard you ate worms, like, I'm so sorry, like, how are you feeling? And I was like, yes, I'm disgusting, but it's so nice to meet you. Um, (laughs) So I I do feel like, like my mom's met him many times, but I do feel like we're slowly starting to integrate. Um, And there's a lot of cultural overlap, to be honest, with, like, Asian culture and South Indian culture, or East Asian culture, I guess. So I think it's been pretty smooth, but... We'll see how mm-hmm. it continues to go. Sorry for the tangent. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I, I just, I uh, think that's so interesting. And it's, it's great hearing, like, how things have progressed for you, too. And, like, how meeting his family has gone, even with the worms. Like, that's <laughs> going to be such a funny story. Like, it's already a funny story. Um, so that's really awesome. And, yeah, I just find it really interesting. So my mom is Filipino and my dad is white. Um, so I don't. At least when they've explained it to me now, I don't think the dynamics mm. were like what you're explaining, but I yeah. find it really interesting, like these like multicultural relationships where you find ways to bring very different like cultures and ways of like being in a family or ways yeah. of being in a relationship together and like how do you 
meld that yeah. in like a harmonious way. So I find that really fascinating and it's mm. interesting to me now to see like peers go through mm. that. Yeah. Um yeah, so that's that's really cool and I'm I'm glad to hear it's yeah. turning out well for you all. Thank you. Yeah. Um so now that you're in medical school, how how has that like impacted what your relationship looks like? Honestly, I think it's been a positive thing. I know I'm busier, um, like as you'll understand, just like studying a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's also been really busy with his work traditionally, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's kind of funny because I. Somehow, like, despite the fact that in medical school you theoretically are busier, I feel like you're still on a student schedule, so there's still time to, like, message. And as you know, I loved, like, stream of consciousness texting, and so I'd always yeah. be, like, messaging and everything. But now that I'm in the hospital, um, yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> I never hear from you anymore. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. actually true. Because <laughs> yeah. before I'd be, like, messaging him all the time and be like, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, I think it's actually been really wonderful because he, he's like, he used to be interested in bio, I think in high school. Um, and so he has some background in yeah. just like an assortment of things. And so he is just like, one of the things I love about him is that he's just very intellectually curious. Like he just likes to learn about a lot of different things. And so, uh, he is always just like interested in what I'm learning or like he'll Google something on his own or if I'm taking like a quiz uh one of those like take on your own time self-assessment quizzes like he'll ask if he can take it too and mostly just because usually like I I'm taking it when I have no idea what's going on and he's like oh I wonder if I can do better than you (laughs) and sometimes I'm like (laughs) there's ones I got a 26 percent and he got a 27 percent and I was like what is happening am I in medical school um (laughs) but these are just like the anyway so but he just like is I say that to mean that like he's so engaged actually in what like I'm learning and what I'm doing and he loves to hear about like my day-to-day and um I think there's something really great too and that like he has told me that it's been really like I guess he says like inspiring or just like seeing me a bit in a different light to see someone that you love like working so hard for like the vocation that they have like put a lot of their life aside for and um yeah he mm-hmm. wrote me a card actually that he gave to me like the night before we started um the before I started my first rotation he was like the normal stuff but he was like I feel like this is about to be like a montage of like really late nights and like really early mornings and like some like rocky style thing and he's like I wish I could be there um but I think something is really nice about just like looking back on this time and seeing him, like, thinking about him, you know, in his apartment. It's, like, in the shape of an L, working hard, like, hours into the night and, like, me at the same time in L.A., like, also working. And something really nice about both of us supporting each other and what we're doing, but also, like, working very hard and putting a lot of hours and, like, effort and, like, dedication, I guess, into the things that we're respectively interested in. And so we're... Mm-hmm. I think it's nice that we're still, like, able to build on our own goals and our own ambitions and like also support each other so Mm -hmm. I think I I feel like I have always thought about medicine as like a field in which you have to continually 
sacrifice or ask others to sacrifice for you and in some level I think that's true because and we've talked about like going places for residency and I think that's also tricky because you know I don't really have a say and so he's like yeah when you apply for residency um at that point he's like I'll just probably go where you end up going but um I think in another sense it's it's very possible to both be pursuing like exactly what you're interested in exactly what like you've been wanting Mm -hmm. to do and like I don't know yeah like follow your your path um and work with and not like not not have to sacrifice things that are important to you to like be in a healthy relationship and like also pursue those things yeah that was rambly (laughs) no no I you're bringing up so many amazing points and one thing I just thought of is it it makes me wonder what does sacrifice really mean like what is the definition of sacrifice like does it mean you're asking someone or yourself to give up something you love dearly or you care a lot about and just like letting it go for the sake of another person or it can sacrifice mean like modifying your expectations or your own desires and not not necessarily settling for anything but can sacrifice mean like choosing like you as a couple or like choosing something more than just yourself and your own wants for the sake of a relationship um yeah yeah because I find that interesting Mm. like Dylan and I again similar it's like I don't have much of a say for where I'll go for residency but I can choose where I apply to at least um and because he's interested in doing a postdoc I can choose to Mm. apply to places that have like postdocs available for him in the field that he's interested in so you know in some ways you could say I'm sacrificing like where I apply for residency yeah assuming I had a complete list which I don't or anything like that but like assuming I knew exactly where I wanted to apply I could be sacrificing my like future career development for the sake of his options but Mm. also he'll be sacrificing wherever he does do a postdoc by a fact of wherever I match you know yeah um, <laughs> Hello. Do you hear my cat? By the way, <laughs> yeah, I do. I have a cat, Miss Sylvie. Um, Hello. Coming out. But yeah, so but yeah. I don't necessarily think of you know applying to residency as a sacrifice. And maybe Dylan has an entirely different perspective. <laughs> like it is a big sacrifice for him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for me, I, I'm like this is I, I'm choosing to do this. Like I want yeah. to do this for my partner. Um. And, like, I want to make these changes because I yeah. realize that he's also making changes. Yeah. That's such a good point, actually. It, it um, reminded me of something Sachit had said to me that I hadn't actually thought about until you were just talking about, like, I guess what sacrifice really entails. But I remember him telling me the second time around dating. He was like, I used to think of our next steps like I like following you for wherever you were going for residency is like a sacrifice of my career and I think he was like in the two years of like COVID and like working through that I'm like working um I mean doing whatever he had been doing at work and basically just like working nonstop for two years he was like I no longer even see that as like a sacrifice per se mm-hmm. it's like he's like that's actually just like what I want to be doing and so there's no it no longer feels like you're giving up a part of yourself which I think is really actually insightful because maybe that's like the reason why things 
seem to be going well, and I'm sure for other couples too, is mm-hmm. just like when you both don't see things that you give up as a sacrifice, but more of just like an expression of your love in some other kind of way. It like reframes it completely, but yeah. 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 Like it's something that you want to do now. And mm-hmm. like before, like, like before dating Dylan, I feel like I would have thought like, Oh, um, deciding where to do residency based off of someone else. Like, why would I do that? Like, why would I sacrifice my like career development for the sake of another person? Yeah. You know, but now that's something I'm totally happy to do and mm-hmm. I want to do because like I want to keep us together, you know, yeah. and I want him to have good options as well. So I, I think it just, yeah, it just depends on like what you want and that can change throughout the course of a relationship. Yeah. Like over the course of years. Definitely. You know? Yeah. How long have you and Dylan been dating? Let's see. Um, we started June spring of junior year. So I think okay. this like three and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Yeah. And and That's I guess it was awesome. some women. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild. I'm like, oh my god, we're approaching four years. That's <laughs> long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but when we started dating in college, like it was very much a thing where we were like not expecting to stay together yeah. we were like this is a short-term thing yeah. like we enjoy spending time to, with each other but we knew like our careers would likely take us different places we were, yeah like, at that point we were like we don't want to modify yeah our career goals for the other person definitely but then as time went on it just evolved and yeah. you know we happened or like he went to Chicago for grad school and I was like thinking about my gap year and I'm like that would actually be a great location for me as well Mm -hmm. and we get to be together and so it's kind of just evolved so I feel like we were lucky in that way there's never a turning point where we were like what are we actually doing where is this going it just kind of progressed in that way but there was a lot of evolution definitely on both of our parts in terms of what we want out of life yeah and who knows where it'll evolve next you know yeah no that's true also it's like Another way to even think about it, too, uh, is just, like, it opens new doors, too. Like, you thinking about Chicago, it's, like, it's not even that it's a restrictive possibility. It's more, like, within that you're getting, I don't know, new opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't have, wouldn't have seen, so. Yeah. 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 And it was interesting. So, when choosing where to go for med school, I... Mm -hmm obviously got into duke yeah because i'm here now but there were like there's an option or two in the chicago area okay um that i could have gone to med school as well and um i got into those schools before duke so i was kind of like you know going into the spring before starting med school thinking oh dylan and i will stay together we'll mm. both be in chicago and then i got into duke and i was like wait what? <laughs> this is throwing a wrench in our plans and like within the course of a weekend we were like wait are we actually going to be long distance for four years mm. um but it, it never really felt like he was like no you have to stay here or like no you yeah. must go or like it never felt like breaking up was ever on the table like there was still our like common end goal in mind yeah um and I had to do a lot of soul searching of like Mm. what am I willing to put our relationship through yeah for the sake of like my career and like my life yeah um 
and it ended up working really well. I obviously love school here, and Dylan loves visiting. Like, he tries to visit here as often as he can and, like, loves the area. So it worked out well, but, yeah, but in in hindsight, it was, like, what a scary time to think, yeah, through those decisions so quickly. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... um, I guess I had a quick question. I was wondering earlier. So you said you, um, you two met again at like a wedding or like the the church wedding for your friend, right? Um, what was that like? Like seeing each other again? <laughs> I'm just like imagining the movie scene where it's like you see each other on opposite ends of the aisle and it's like the sparks are going off. <laughs> Actually, I feel like it's the opposite. Not well. I'll explain that situation, but we had because we like we I mean, we've always had the same friend group, and so over COVID, mm-hmm. we'd. Um, Ah, it's actually a little more complicated. Okay, so over COVID, we would have, like, occasional friend game nights. And so we hadn't talked in forever, but I would see him on Skype. And, oh, my gosh, I still call it Skype because we used to Skype when we, uh, the first time around when we were FaceTiming. But anyway, we were all on Zoom. Um, And... I would see him and I'd be like, his hair is so long. Like, when is the last time? Like, he needs a haircut terribly. I was just like, yeah. there was no no sparks whatsoever. If anything, it was, like, That's a little so bit funny. awkward. But I think that he, in the beginning, um, also just, like, didn't come on the calls because he thought it would be awkward. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, it, even though I think we had both been talking a little bit with, like, med school, I think we both always knew that it ended on a very unresolved note because it ended at a point where we were both like still very in love. And I think that's a really difficult point to break up during, especially when a pandemic then shortly after it happens and you're yeah. like frozen kind of like in whatever time you were. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that I see him on Zoom. Um, for better or for worse, we also decided he's always been my like hiking, backpacking partner person. So mm-hmm. we've run on like a lot of different trips and like, India and Patagonia like we just like did a lot of backpacking together and so I like trust him as a backpacking person um Mm -hmm. and we actually have like complimentary gear because we you know we like bought gear so we can go on trips together anyway so we decided uh it was like the summer before I started med school and he also had a break to go on a hiking trip together um Yes, your eyebrows are probably raised, but we, <laughs> it was, Wait, like, it was just you two? It was thinking? just us. It was eight days in what? the Sierras. <laughs> um, it was the High Sierra Trail, for anyone else listening who's interested, loved it. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, eight days of just like straight up and down hiking and it ends on Mount Whitney which is like the highest peak in the continental U.S. and then um yeah so that was like definitely an adventure like the most the most uh like backcountry hiking that I had personally ever done so I wanted to be I didn't want to do it alone but also like wanted someone who I trusted um so yeah we decided Mm -hmm. to do that together and that was fun I think that like even then you know that was probably June of last year so a year and a few months ago and it was really nice being back with him um and yeah like things kind of happened a little bit but we left that and I was starting med school and I was just had the thought and I think he felt this too that like I was starting something new like I was beginning something and Mm -hmm. to start dating then just felt like 
like I don't know anyone in LA. I like don't really know anyone in the medical field either. So it was just like a very new black box basically. And I yeah. just felt a little bit like if we started doing anything now, it would feel like I was holding on to safety. Um, like, you know, like latching on something that's familiar, yeah. you know? And so yeah. we both made a pretty conscious decision to not pursue anything then. And so mm-hmm. we actually just like didn't talk for a few months and he went to India for work. Um, and in my mind, I was like, okay, like that was, that was that, but again, like not the right time. And I'm in LA now and I just like should settle and focus on med school and whatever. And so when I saw him in December, that was not actually planned. It was my friend's courthouse wedding. So oh, okay. he was just like going to the courthouse and I was like, oh, I'll come to San Francisco. And so it was just like him and his wife and, um, their families there just like signing the papers and so I had asked if I could stay at Sacha's apartment because he was in India so he was still like not even supposed to be back yet um and then a couple days before Omicron happened (laughs) and so they basically kicked everyone out like his work was like you're coming home immediately and so they he was going uh, there were, oh, there's all these things. He ended up having COVID. Um, like he found out like in his Uber ride to the airport oh that he God. had COVID and it was like this whole <gasps> crazy thing. And so the whole time I was like, okay, well, I'll just like stay in his apartment because he probably won't even be back. And then he was back. And yeah. so we overlapped for one night um, in okay. his apartment and we were just like chatting. And I think that it was still just very apparent to us. And at that time I was like, I feel good in LA. Like I... Mm-hmm feel like I've established myself and I have a routine okay, going yeah. and it just feels like a better time I guess and so we were both like why not yeah. at this point because if not now then probably never and if never I think we probably both would have just like wondered what if so yeah. that was it but it was like I guess there were like sparks <laughs> but it wasn't just like we had seen each other for the first time in two years. It was sort of like, yeah, <laughs> we've been friends. Like we had the hiking trip like six months yeah. before that. And then still we're like, um, not the right time. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe not as dramatic as like this movie <laughs> image of like this grand wedding that I had in my mind, but this still makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like you had these kind of run-ins and almost like re-familiarizations with yes. each other and then come what last December it was like why not yeah I think it was like if not now then probably never again and um yeah yeah, so here we are a year later (laughs) here we are that is amazing wow Grace I've loved hearing all of this so much I feel like we're we've gotten into some like squishy topics that I haven't really (laughs) ventured into with any of my other guests so I, I really appreciate you talking oh about gosh, all this of with course. Me. This has been so fun. So, since we're nearing the end of our time, it is time for the differential diagnosis. So, do you have any like key takeaways from all of this experience that you'd like to share? Yeah, I would say the first thing is something we like kind of already touched on, but I had always just like conceptualized medicine as a career full of like as we said, like, sacrifices that um, that you make that, like, others make on behalf of you, and it's, like, a very rigid path, um, and that's something that I actually had previously dated someone who was in medicine before I even decided to go into medicine, and so mm-hmm. I had kind of, like, seen the way that my life would have sort of gone, which is, like, I was working in public health. I probably would have, like, followed him 
to residency after we graduated and then to whatever like fellowship and then you know just like yeah lived a very beautiful life I'm sure but like one that required me to sort of um put my career a little bit on hold so that I was like mobile enough to be with him and I think that that was sort of my idea going into medicine and I think that with such a I've seen that you can both like have very prolific passions and like careers that you are both very excited about and work hard towards achieving those ends and like not sacrifice (laughs) there's the word sacrifice again but like not not short um like shortcut yourself or anything in terms of like achieving those goals but also be in a relationship that like supports you fully in getting there um and I think the other thing that like dating two times around has shown me is like I think my gut always knew um that he was someone special to me and I could never really like quantify it or like really explain it and I think that uh our friends would have always said and even probably now say like we're very different people um and like have very different personalities but I think that there is something maybe having like grown up with him a little bit since we've known each other like 10 plus years now or just um or like spent time with each other in so many different scenarios that like I could just I feel that this person just like understands me in a way that I think I find hard to um replicate like he understands me in a way that I don't think many other people do and I think that that's something that's also been really special in like a field of similar like medicine where there's like a lot of I don't know a lot of like expectations and pressure and hierarchy and evaluations like you can just like I can totally be myself with him I can just Mm -hmm. like I don't even have to say anything and I think he kind of gets it and I think that that is something that's really special so um yeah, <laughs> I hope that was yeah. a good takeaway. I feel like I was just talking about our relationship, but um, no, no, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like, and it's 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 stuff that's hard to like tell other people who are like actively dating right now, mm. and you're just like, you just need to find the right person. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the worst advice to give someone, but honestly, I think a lot of it comes down to that, and it's yeah, just like someone who compliments you and it's yeah. not like they're a replica of you or one or like are doing the same things as you but it's just like someone where on some other level of you you yeah. match well um yeah and it sounds like you two have really found that <laughs> yes thanks for letting me just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. gush about our relationship for a while but no. I mean I like the it. other thing I guess I'll just end with like it isn't always that's not always to say that like it's perfect you know like I think that it's something that like I will always have to work towards like I get home from like a long day and I have to remind myself to also be like Mm -hmm. especially in ED or EM where it was like just crazy stuff happening all day like I come home and be like well he also lived a whole day like even if he wasn't also in an emergency department like he was also experiencing a whole day that like I want to know about and I want to ask about and like his time even if it's like similar to other days is still like as important as like my time even if I had like a crazy unprecedented day um yeah and so yeah just like contextualizing your own role of like 
yes, you're in a year of rotations that like every day is different and can be stressful. You can see things that you've never, ever seen before, but also like they're equally as important with their mm-hmm. time and everything. So yeah. Okay. That's my spiel. Yeah. <laughs> no. And that's, that's a great point. That's, yeah. I think a lot of, or at, at least at our school, since we're doing rotations our second yeah. year, um, that's something that's coming up a lot is like, how do I balance everything that I'm doing, which is wild. And I've never seen or done before with like, still valuing my partner and their time and their experiences yeah um yeah so good note to end on (laughs) it's been it's been so so wonderful speaking with you and yeah getting to talk about these fun yeah this has been awesome thank you so much I love that you're doing this podcast I think it's it's amazing and yeah you're doing an amazing job too oh well thank you so much Okay. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>